0: Thank you for listening to this message from Two Rivers Church in Cooper City, Florida. We exist to saturate South Florida and beyond with the hope of Jesus Christ. Now sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the message. I want to talk to you just about one core truth. From the very beginning of the church here, we began to talk about hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. My background was I was raised in a Southern Baptist church. And at one point in time, I remember clearly asking my mom and dad who were believers. I became a believer in family devotions at age 12. Um, I had one sibling who's now with Jesus as well as my mom and dad are. And, uh, but I remember asking my mom, I said, well, mom, what's what this thing called tongues? And I started asking her all these spiritual gifts. And she just said, you know, they just don't exist anymore. And I said, okay, you know, because moms are right, you know. And... Um, and I, as a, a young believer, um, really pursued Jesus. And uh, I became involved with uh, Young Life in high school and then later on with the Campus State for Christ and was so, so in college. And then I ran across this group called The Navigators, started memorizing scripture, almost went on Navigator staff having been involved with them for about six years, but found myself going to seminary and feeling a call to be a pastor. So I've got my degree and a uh, pastor for a number of years was ordained and have been through that process and, and got some of what I thought was the best training available in the world by one of the best seminaries that, that held to the core of the gospel. And yet I sat with Presbyterians and Methodists and Baptists and Assembly of Gods and Pentecostals in the classroom and we had robust discussions. But we understood the truth of the core, core uh, orthodoxy. But I want to share with you that throughout that whole process, no one ever asked me the question, Arthur, how do you hear the Holy Spirit who speaks to you, who lives inside you? How do you hear Him? And it wasn't until my wife, Karen, and I, who's my better three-quarters, and if you know her, you just say, that's true. (laughs) It is true, isn't it? Moved back to Knoxville at week eight at the beginning of of, uh, Two Rivers, Knoxville, and jumped in and began to walk in and think about some truths that we hadn't thought about in years. And as a seminary-trained, ordained minister, but had to rethink what the Bible said, and so I went back to the text. And in my reading from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, I began to pay attention to this phrase, And he said or the Lord said. And I was stunned because I so quickly moved off that, and I never considered how that happened. I never considered how was it that he spoke. Now, I'm right now in my devotions. In fact, uh, this morning, I'm still chewing through Exodus 3, the call of Moses. And in that situation, the text would really indicate there was a, there was a voice where he called to him, and he spoke. And there were things where the scripture says he spoke verbally to Moses face-to-face. And yet, the weight of Scripture as we go from Genesis to Revelation is that it wasn't a verbal voice out of heaven. It was like that still, small voice, which you and I regularly experience. And, we, and, and if you had an evangelical background, as I did, a conservative Christian background, but not necessarily anything to do with Pentecostal or, or Charismatic, you know, you, you know that experience of God just sort of bro- broke into your life, and you know that you know, but you couldn't quite define it, but you heard him inside you. And, there, and every one of us can kind of testify, and we can think of, you know, I know that he said this. I, I, I don't know how, but inside I heard him. And that's because his spirit who lives inside us, and that ought to freak us out a little bit when we think about it, that there's another person besides us, you know, living inside us. Well, he speaks to us. And it wasn't until I started reading my Bible and saying, you know, that really is the birthright of every believer. And it is that core truth on which this church stands. See, we believe that God's inerrant word is inerrant, and the canon is closed. But we also are not Christian deist. You know, a deist is one who believes that there is a creator God, and that he set the world in motion, but that he does not speak anymore. We're not Christian deist, because our experience is that we hear him from time to time break through, And as Westerners, we're not used to that, and at times, um, it may make us a little uncomfortable because it sounds subjective, and we think, well, we're crazy because we're hearing voices in our head. Well, truthfully, sometimes we do, and it's because it's Jesus, and he puts a thought in our head. And those thoughts lead to amazing things. My friend Jeff, who I prayed for two or three years ago, and I said, Jeff, I'm prompted to pray that just if Jesus prays, uh, if, if when you, you hear Jesus and he prompts you to pray for someone's physical healing, would you do that? Because I believe he's going to heal other people through you. Now, he's looking at me like, kind of like this, and he said, oh, okay. He goes on the mission field, and then he sends me this letter, and he said, I had an amazing experience happen. I was sitting on my outside little Lanai porch area, and um, I was just saying, Jesus, I want to hear you today. I want to, uh, as open your word, would you speak to me? And then he said, clearly, the Lord said to him, I want you to go to the hospital and pray for Clarice, and I'll raise her up. Trust me. Now, Clarice was this young Cameroon woman who had just given birth To two twins a girl and a boy and then had a massive stroke and they didn't know whether she'd live whether she'd ever walk again she was in intensive care and Jeff told me he said I literally said out loud to God you got to be kidding and he struggled with it for three days three days and finally, after three days, he said, okay, Lord, I'm going to be obedient. So he grabbed his friend who was the pastor of the church, and the, a, a, a national there, and they went to the hospital, and he went in, and he just, he very sp- just explained to her why I was there. She could barely talk. He said, she, I could hardly recognize her. She was in such bad shape. And I just prayed for her. And then on the way home, and they went in one by one, and then they, they left, and on the way home, the pastor's wife said, did she tell you her story? And Jeff said, no. He said, well, here's what she barely could speak to me about, but here's what she said. She said three days ago, God spoke to her, and she had a vision. And in this vision, she said this. She said, Jeff Brown, who goes to your church, is going to come and pray for you, and I am going to heal you. So she's been waiting three days for you to show up. So the same day that he spoke to Clarice, he spoke to Jeff. Totally healed. Praise God. Now, Jeff would simply say, I, I don't know, I, I just was obedient to God prompting me to do this. There's two reasons why God wants us to pay attention to him and hear his voice and why it's worth our time and energy to study that, to learn, to concentrate on that. The first thing is he wants to bear fruit through us. John 15. He wants to bear fruit through us and therefore glorify himself. So Jeff Brown... See, he wants to whisper in your ear, pray for this person. He wants to whisper in your ear, you know, Barbara, who you just passed in your office, I want you to go back in and just talk with her, see how she's doing today. Because the Lord knows that you have the very thing that she needs. I don't know what that is, but I know this. Each of us are on an adventure every day. And he will break in and say some crazy things to you, but if you'll just be obedient to him, if you'll listen to his prompting, he'll do amazing things through you. So he wants to do great and extraordinary things through you just by being obedient. You weren't off on a crusade of healing for people to be an evangelist, so to speak, but you want to be available because there will be times where he'll nudge you And he'll say, just share your story. And your story will move the person to tears, and you'll have an opportunity to say, do you know Jesus? they'll say, no. He wants to know you. Bear fruit. Secondly, he's crazy about you. You see, we're made in his image. We're like him and what would it be like just think of this what would it be like if you couldn't talk to your best friend if you weren't able to hear them how could you have a close relationship if you couldn't talk now i just want to acknowledge god speaks to us in lots of ways through the word through his sovereign circumstances, which he orchestrates. I mean, you know, we could go through six or different ways that he leads us and he speaks to us and he guides us. But one of those ways is by that still small voice. His spirit speaking to you. And one of the things that he says to you is he just wants relationship with you. And he loves to love on you. He loves to encourage you. Last night, um, I was talking with a, a business partner of mine, and uh, he said, I need a decision by tomorrow morning on a financial thing. You know, I became a missionary about four years ago, which I love doing, and it's, been a, it's just a great adventure. But before that, I was involved in a lot of real estate, and this was a, a residual of this, and I said, Lord, I don't know what to do here. I need to hear from you. And I called my wife. We prayed together. Are you hearing anything now? And so we're talking. And all of a sudden, we were just there on the phone and I was just being quiet with Jesus and Karen, who's my better three quarters. And um, the Lord just said, be it done according to your faith. And I knew immediately what he was saying. All the counsel we had got was say, do this. But I wanted to hear from Jesus. And Jesus is saying, would you trust me one more year on this thing and let it run? Not sell. Be it done according to your faith. I said, yeah, Lord, I can trust you on this. Peace flooded my heart. There's nothing like hearing from God. And I needed to hear from him. This morning as I walked out heading to my car to come here. And the Lord interrupts me. And, I, and I'm always aware that I, wherever I go, I, I go as a representative of Two Rivers Churches. I, I'm just aware of that. And um, the Lord said to me, you don't walk with their, just with their authority, you walk with my authority. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. Stopped me dead in my tracks. I mean, I literally was on the sidewalk, and I just stopped. Because the impact of what he was saying is, I am with you. All authority in heaven and earth is given to me, therefore go. You walk in my authority. So love them well. You see, besides bearing fruit, he's crazy about you, and he wants a real relationship. He wants you to talk to him, and he wants you to hear him encourage you and talk to you because there are times where you need to hear his encouragement, his admonition, and even his correction. But how can we do that if we don't recognize his voice? And as Westerners, no one ever talks to us about this because we think that if we hear voices in our head, we're crazy. We're crazy. We're not. Because there's a spirit living in us other than our spirit, and he speaks. He's not silent. This church is built upon that core truth that every believer, every person who has come to know Jesus Christ, has the spirit of God living in them. That's evangelical. And we're committed to that, and we believe he speaks. And we believe we can hear him at times, that he'll, he'll encourage us so that we can speak to others. And we miss it, I miss it, we all do, and sometimes we have it dead on. Jeff heard it dead on. He wrestled with it for three days, and then he was obedient but he heard God, because God wanted to do something. That's the core truth of why we believe this, and it's the thing underneath listening prayer. It's the thing that why we take time to do a quiet waters, which is based upon uh, on hearing, rather at, that the leadership is based upon hearing him speak in real time to the, to the leaders. And if you've attended those that we've done here, you just know they're, They're they're pretty cool things. He does amazing things. Not just planning. And he leads through our planning, but he can speak to us in real real time. That's our foundation. That is how God will use you to multiply other churches and to saturate South Florida with the gospel. Because you hear his voice and you follow his leadership and you're spirit-led. You cannot be led by the Spirit unless you hear His voice. We can be obedient to the Word, but we're not deist. God didn't just give us the Bible. He put His Spirit in us for a purpose. And Scripture is just totally full of it, of examples of His speaking to His people and leading them. So, Father, thank You that You do this thank you, Lord, that you're a good and amazing God, that you haven't just given us a book of rules and character examples, but that it is living and alive. And not only does your spirit use the word to speak to us, we thank you that he does, but your spirit's voice speaks to us. He prompts us. He encourages us. He nurtures us, encourages us. He does all those things. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. From day one, we have declared you were always, always, always welcomed and we look to you for leadership because we know that you are sent from the Father to do amazing things among us and in us and through us. And we welcome you. So we ask you, keep leading us. And keep teaching us and keep growing us in how to hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more messages, you can visit us online at tworiverschurch.tv.